Welcome to the Building Healthy Organizations podcast. We understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior in the workplace. I'm glad you joined us today for our continued journey to understand how to build a healthy organization. Today I want to talk about a topic that is really, really something I think is critically important to focus on. And it's something that doesn't get a lot of of press, so to speak. And that's self-talk. And there's so much misunderstanding about self-talk. But self-talk, the talk we speak to ourselves in our brain, and sometimes out loud, is one of the most powerful driving forces in our life. It comes out of the things we believe to be true about ourselves and our place in the world, and then the rules that we make up to live by. That's where our self-talk comes from. That self-talk will either be an accelerator or a, a roadblock. No question about it. Is it helping you? Is it hurting you? Is it giving you energy and motivation? Or is it draining those things away from you? Well, let's look for a minute. Where does yours come from? Do you choose it intentionally or do you allow somebody else to choose that for you? I'm going to dive pretty deep for a few minutes into what's going on in our brains here. We all have a set of beliefs about ourself and our place in the world. Those beliefs come from many different sources. Some of that will be our experience. Some of it will be what we've learned in our lives, life lessons. But a lot of that will also come from the intake into our brain that we put in ourselves every day. So social media, television, the things that we read, There are many, many different avenues of information that are vying for your attention. And all of that has an impact on the beliefs we hold to be true about ourselves and our place in the world. It also comes from other people. How does this person react to you and feel about you and what do they share with you? about yourself. There are a lot of different places that that we take information from to solidify this belief system that we have about ourselves. From all of that, we start creating these rules that we live our life by. And these rules a lot of times are driven by things we either want to move toward or that we want to avoid. So if you want to avoid conflict, then there are probably going to be times in your life and the way you approach life, the rules that you set to live your life by, that you will do what you can to avoid conflict. That may or may not always be a good move on your part. 
There may be certain types of conflict or confrontation that are necessary and that, that you need to face and be courageous and bold about when they matter. And you're the one that decides what that balance is. So one of the things that we also know related to, to the input that we get that creates our belief system about ourselves and our place in the world that creates these rules, a lot of times we fall into this compare, 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 comparing ourselves to what we see on television, comparing ourselves to other people that we know, compare, compare, compare. This leads to something I want to focus on for just a second, and I'm going to call it perceived gaps in ourselves. And I use that word perceived for a very specific reason. Just because you see somebody on television and your body shape or, or your success in life doesn't live up to their standards, it isn't what you see in them, that doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you someone who, who doesn't have value and bring value into this world. But what we tend to do is create these perceived gaps. And what happens then is negative self-talk comes out of that. Oh, I'm never going to get there. Oh my gosh, they're, they're so much better than I am. And they're, they're wealthier, they look better, they're in better physical condition, they're so smart, they're this, they're that. And so we give them the perceived uh, value that they bring to the world, a much higher rating than we give ourselves. Well, number one, let me disabuse you of some of this. What you see on TV is not always the truth, right? Uh I had somebody say this this old phrase to me the other day. Well, everything on the internet is true, right? Which, of course, we laugh at. We know that's, that's not the case. But if you focus on those things being true and your self-talk is impacted by those perceived gaps, that lack of value that you bring to yourself, to your loved ones, to the world because of those perceived gaps, you're diminishing your value to those around you and to the world at large. And that is a place of defeat. It's a place where you just, you're not your best self and you're not living your best life. So how can we change that? How can we look at self-talk, this powerful driver in all of our lives and move it in a direction that is better for us, that that we would prefer. Well, let's look at that. When I do training in leadership, in sales, in marketing in in a variety of different areas, team building, whatever it happens to be, when I'm doing that work with people, whether it's one-on-one or in groups, I tend to be outcome-focused. Why is that important? Because the outcomes someone wants to, to achieve 
will be the drivers that they look toward. That, that's the mile marker down the road that you're looking to get to. And when you get there, you've succeeded. You've done something. You've got the outcome that you want. It's not very powerful for me to say, well, if you do these seven things, and if you do them right, then you may get the outcome that you want. You may be successful. You may, because I don't know you. I don't know how much effort and energy you're going to put into it. You may put tons of effort and energy into developing yourself, moving where you want to go, achieving your outcomes, or you may not. But you're never going to be helped by me a lot if I'm very dry and I don't connect the learning and the practice with real outcomes that are important to you, things that bring you value, things that you perceive as valuable right now. Well, what can we do about that? First, let's look at the, the, the negative self-talk. What are the potential outcomes there? Number one, loss. And just loss, fill in the blank. Loss of whatever. Loss of jobs, relationships, loss of opportunity. Loss is a big part of negative self-talk. And I'm not saying that if you're positive in your self-talk, you're going to get everything that you want. That's not real. That's not life. But you've got a better chance of getting more of what you want if you have more positive self-talk. The other thing negative self-talk does, one of the other things is you get stuck. You're just cycling in the same place over and over and over again. And the longer you stay there, it's like you're walking around in the circle and the, and the rut that you're in just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. Being stuck is, is a real outcome of negative self-talk. It's also a loss of learning to help move you forward and grow your skills, your capabilities, your success, your career, whatever that happens to be. And here's what we know. Negative self-talk generally is a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you feel like you can't do something, you're probably not going to do it. And you're certainly, probably, maybe (laughs) not going to do it very well. I mean, you may luck into doing something well every once in a while, but I think we all look for more consistency than that. But turn the coin around on the other side. What are the outcomes of positive self-talk? Opportunity, trying new things, learning new things, forward movement, greater success. I'm not saying that's all going to come easy. That's not what this is about. Positive self-talk is a mindset that allows you to try new things, to be bold, to be courageous, to move forward, to try different things in different ways. I'm very glad many of the inventors in the past did not try to do the same thing the same way over and over and over because we'd have never had most of the inventions we have today if that was the mindset. If you want to truly approach building a strong, positive self-talk mindset, 
I highly recommend starting with emotional intelligence. Emotional drivers are at the very heart of our self-talk. And to prove that, think about it this way. When you're afraid to try something, when you've had a bad experience, so you're trying to avoid having that bad experience again, what does that do? It literally moves you away from even trying to do something that could be very helpful to you. So on the positive side, if you're excited, if you're engaged and encouraged and and you feel good about being able to try something, then you're probably going to do that. Emotional intelligence skills, competencies, can give you some key internal resources that will enhance your ability to have positive self-talk, create the mindset that you want, and frankly, get the success that you want, achieve the things you want to achieve. Things like navigating emotions. You may have noticed you have emotions and other people have emotions, but if you could navigate those better, could you make better choices for better outcomes? You could get more optimism by practicing that competency of emotional intelligence. How about more intrinsic or internal motivation? Would that be helpful to you? I think it would be. I know it is to me. I know that when I have an internal battery that's fully charged, I certainly can do more than if I feel like I'm depleted and have got no energy left, no motivation to move forward. Better self-direction, the ability to practice empathy. It's amazing to me how the practice of empathy, both with others and with myself, gets me a lot further down the road than if I just try to use facts and details. It's amazing how far you can go with empathy. Not sympathy. Sympathy is, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry for you. (laughs) Doesn't even sound uh, truthful, does it? Empathy is really listening to the other person and their perspective and trying to walk in their shoes to really understand what's going on with them and in that situation in their life. These are the kinds of skill sets that can make a real difference. Um, Beliefs, rules, self-talk. So let's bring this back to the self-talk focus for today. If your self-talk is based on very strict rules that limit you, I can't do that, I'm not ready, I've never been successful in that, that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to limit you. You're not going to try new things. You're going to avoid those things that you're not comfortable with. If your self-talk is based in flexibility, it will empower you. And think of it this way. What if your self-talk were more along the lines of, I can try to do that, and even if I don't do it well, I'll learn something. And that learning will help me do better the next time. I'm not a failure. I just haven't succeeded in doing this yet. 
See how there, just a shift in mindset can make a huge difference in your self-talk and the outcomes that you get out of it. Because as my dad always used to say to me, can't believe I'm using this here, can't never did anything. Oh my gosh, what wisdom. Um, Self-talk is a powerful, powerful force. We need to exercise it. Um, And here's what I want you to do. Just quick mental exercise here. I'm going to list some things that I want you to think about. And I want you to think about what comes to mind immediately when I list these things. Here we go. Selling something. Conflict with somebody else. A pending difficult discussion. Your current job. A troubled relationship. My guess is we tend toward a bit more of the negative self-talk as a risk aversion tactic when we think about things we're not comfortable with. And when I mentioned your current job, you may be very happy with that. And that's great. I'm, I'd be thrilled for you if that's the case. Um, our tendency is to be a bit more on the negative side. But the more we practice positive self-talk that comes out of the things we've, we've explored today, we can get better outcomes and we can start to build those habits, those, that self-talk mindset that we know will be more helpful to us in the future. I will do more of this. Becoming better at that is worth the effort. Those are just small changes, but they're things we can use that will help us create better and more productive self-talk. Let me leave you with this. Don't self-limit with negative self-talk. Other people will be happy to try to put limits on you. You may have noticed that. But don't self-limit. That is literally putting a ceiling on what you can do. When it's not necessary, it's, it's one of those unforced errors we talk about in sports. But what if you turn that around and you look at it possibilities? I may not be good at that yet, but it's worth it to try it. Empower yourself. Look for opportunities that you can build a more positive self-talk mindset. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Building Healthy Organizations by EQ Fit. We do understand how the human brain works and how that impacts behavior in the workplace. I hope you'll subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes as we journey together on this pathway to building a healthy organization. Also, check us out on YouTube at the same name, Building Healthy Organizations by EQ Fit. And for additional information, feel free to visit our website, gscfit.com.